hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back to the Miscellaneous Debris Podcast with your host, me, the one and only, yours truly, the Mad Chatter, Brian MK. Thank you. <clears throat> so welcome back. Thank you for joining. Happy belated Halloween. Is that the beginning of the week? Uh, it was a good one here for the Madhouse MK. Hope it was for you. I uh, hope you celebrated in whatever fashion or didn't. You know, not everybody loves the Halloween. Uh, but hopefully you dressed up, partied, took the kids out, whatever it was. Hope you had a good time. Um, I still didn't get to a, a haunted house this year. I really have no one. The wife's not super interested in going. Um, the kids, nah. I just don't really have anybody to go with. And uh, apparently they're, they're, they're a little bit expensive. I saw on, what was it, Instagram maybe? Somebody spent $75 to get into a haunted house. Where the fuck is this? Probably in Hollywood. <laughs> Probably out in Canada somewhere. But I man, I miss going to haunted houses. I, I went to some pretty good ones when I was, my most memorable one was uh, when I lived here growing up here and uh we went to this one they had at the mall and there was a part where like there was a predator chasing us and there was a part where we got into this elevator and the doors opened up and it was like the elevator wasn't working and t1000 came bursting in the elevator like it was such a cool like they added obviously lots of movie villains in there. but it was it was cool it was a lot of fun and uh it takes a lot to like scare scare me so those I just get, I don't know, some kind of weird thrill out of, um, unfortunately. It's been a minute since I've been to one, and I was really hoping to get to one this year, and it just never happened. I think the uh, big popular 13th floor one here in Denver is still going for another handful of days, but I don't imagine I'll get to it, unfortunately. But otherwise, hey, still had a blast um, with Halloween. Really enjoyed this past weekend, uh, making the kids costumes, doing the pumpkin carving, which, by the way, I discovered on the socials a little bit of a trick for the pumpkin carving, something I was unaware of, something that, my goodness, would have been nice to know many years ago, and it's not like it's some brand new invention. No, no. I learned. When you want to gut the pumpkin, just use a fucking mixer. That's right. You just take the mixer, put your little mixing things. That I don't even know. With I'm not my. I'm a cook, not much of a baker. But the mixing things, you know, <laughs> attachments. <laughs> and you just fucking turn that fucker on inside the pumpkin, and it loosens up all that pumpkin guts and the seeds and loosens it up all nice so that it's very easy to just scoop out uh so you don't have to sit there and like scoop and scrape and all of that no this should just get all that shit off and then uh get it detached and nice and then it just yeah just scoop it on out real easy so that saved a lot of time i'm not gonna lie did four pumpkins right in a row pretty quick Helped a lot. Helped a lot. And then the kids, you know, normally, I've mentioned it on previous pods in, in the month of October, but normally 
um, we've done like, you know, a family scene, right, for Halloween. Uh, we were Star Wars characters one year, um, X-Men characters another year. So we've done, you know, a lot of themed stuff. Well, as the kids get older, uh, they kind of want to do their own thing. And uh, maybe next year we can kind of more, um, you know, if they kind of do something in the same realm, which they did this year, they both were characters from a Roblox game and uh, Roblox, if you know what that is. <laughs> uh, one of the kids, the games play these days, like Minecraft and all of that. So, but Roblox uh, characters. And so, uh, you know, it would have been cool of me and the wife to also do some form of Roblox character to kind of, you know, so maybe we'll go that route next year. But this year, um, my eight-year-old was figure, a character from the Roblox game, Doors, because the Roblox is a game, but it has games within the game hardware. But anyway, <laughs> I only know, I only kind of, excuse me, I only kind of know because, you know, my kids talk to me about this shit all the time. Uh, <laughs> so, and then the youngest was um, Piggy from a game called Piggy Indoor in Roblox. And now I'm confusing myself. But anyway, so had to make the costumes. That was, that was good. And, you know, I'll forever um, enjoy making costumes for my kid. Because I, I go back to when uh, my dad, when I was younger, I can't remember, it's probably nine or ten. But it was right around when Mortal Kombat came out. And uh, I guess it would have been a little older than 10, but still. Um, and I was just, I was obsessed with Mortal Kombat. I wanted to be Scorpion for Halloween. And they had pretty cool Scorpion costumes at the store. Uh, my dad said, that's fine if you want to be Scorpion. Because uh, my mother, for the longest time, didn't, she didn't want me playing Mortal Kombat because it was blood. She didn't watch me, want me watching Beavis and Butthead because it was inappropriate. She was very hard on me. It, it is very funny. I bitch about this a lot, but it, it is amazing how I did, how strict she was with me. And then, you know, my parents divorced. I ended up in Iowa with my father. I go back to visit and I see she's just, there's no rules for my younger brother, Tyson. No, he's just leniency up the ass. Just whatever he wants to watch, do, say anything. It's annoying. <laughs> I sound like a holy grudge. I really don't. I just find it kind of ridiculous. Like... Come on. <laughs> but I get it. In a weird way. Because that first kid, you know, first time parent, you're like, shit, I don't know what to fucking do. And every, every little thing, every, all these questions. Have you done it a couple of times yet? Yeah, it's just, it, it, things are a little bit easier. You kind of learn from mistakes and you learn what works and doesn't. And there you go. There you go. But, uh, and then the wife and I, back on track with Halloween. Um, we just kind of, we, at this antique store, um, we found these masks. It, it wasn't an antique store. It was just some gift shop store. We did one of our adventures around Colorado. We were somewhere. I can't remember where. <laughs> anyway, and in a shop, we got these masks. Uh, hers was like a um, red spiky cat mask almost. And mine was like a, um, just like a, a steampunk gas mask and uh so we just kind of created outfits around the masks and it was really cool i put on a um 
this bloody tie and like a uh, a long sleeve, like just a long sleeve button up shirt and um, wore some crazy long socks. I, I kind of made a just, you know, it was cool. I had to put some pictures on. I don't think we took that many pictures. <laughs> we were just chasing the kids as they were attempting to hunt down all the, all the free candy. <sighs> but it was fun. It was fun. We had a great time. And, you know, now we move on to Thanksgiving and then Christmas. And you know me, I talk about this I, every year. I would say aside from 420, Thanksgiving is my next most weed smoke day of the year. I don't work on Thanksgiving. I have a few times. It's bullshit. <laughs> but I did no longer work on Thanksgiving. And uh, I pretty much sit and smoke and watch football and eat turkey. I get all the shit done the night before. So all I got to do is throw shit in the oven and pull it out. This it. It's a great day. I love that day. So a few weeks away from Thanksgiving, I'm always loving that shit. That's right. Are we even a few weeks away? It's what, the sixth, fifth? What day am I recording? I'm recording Friday. I meant to record last night. Uh, I fell asleep earlier because <laughs> I had to work today. I don't, I don't have to work most Fridays, but this Friday I had to work. So I digress. We move on with the, with the season because winter is coming. Fall, we're already, I don't know about anywhere else, but fall, fall, got a little snow here. We got some previously a couple of weeks ago. Now we got hit again last night. Pretty bad. Luckily, roads weren't too bad this morning when I went to work. So that's good news. But we, you know, we just keep moving on in several phases, moving on to the next holiday, the next season, even though it's fall, we're working our way, we're getting cold, working our way into the winter weather. And uh, we also move on, move on in the election cycle. And uh, it's that time of year. So make sure you get out and vote, people. Vote. You know, I, I, I've, I've never, you know, in the past, I wasn't one to, you know, I remember MTV's Rock the Vote and all that, and, you know, making it a big deal. And I was just always kind of like, eh, eh. I voted every presidential election, right? But I didn't do so much in the local voting and just, the, it was just kind of whatever. Um, Trump turned that around. I've always said it like, I, I didn't even care that much about politics or anything like that. Um, but being someone who's a student of history and uh, who believes in certain values, beliefs, uh, believes in certain beliefs, uh, just believes in certain things. You know, equality, diversity, um, justice for all, the right, you know, basic rights for all. Um, and, you know, I, I just, I saw the turn, I saw the change. 
and it began. I mean, it's, it's been a long time. Let me rephrase this. There was, there was a long period of time where I, I really did feel like, um, you know, I was, I was grew up with a lot of friends. I had a gr diverse group of friends, you know, like I always growing up, I just, and less so when I moved to Iowa, but even then I had Bosnian friends and a lot of black friends. And I've always throughout my life had a lot of not non-white friends. And, um, so through my prism, it was, I guess I was just kind of blind to the issues that still existed. And I remember being in college and it was when I was going um, for my history degree and I, which I ended up changing. I don't have a history degree currently. Um, I'm probably pretty close to one if I ever wanted to go back, but I, uh, I read a book called Confederates in the Attic. Really opened my eyes. And it was then that I realized this shit hasn't gone away. And yes, that book was a little bit older. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna look up when it was, but, and then also when I was in college, um, sorry, I'm looking up Confederates in the attic. Uh, um, came out 1998. So even though this is, uh, you know, probably a decade or so ago, maybe not quite that long. So it would have been 20 years or so. Um, no, because it would have been before Trump. I don't know, uh, but 15 years. <laughs> okay, so, so now I'm just rambling and doing too much thinking when I should just be talking because this is a podcast. But anyway, <laughs> so and now I'm off the rails. Confederates in the attic, <laughs> but really opened my eyes. And then the Colin Kaepernick stuff while I was in college. That happened as well. I went to college late, by the way. I'm not that young. Just went to college very late. Well, not very late, like later in life. And I did a lot of writing. Um, you know, you do a lot of writing in college. And I did a lot of it when, when I could on the Kaepernick situation because uh, it floored me that so many fucking people um, would be upset over dude kneeling, peacefully protesting for very good reason. I, I find it to be very good reason. And people ignored the, the fact that it was a military man who told him he should kneel. And why? Because they often kneel at the graves of their fallen. So there was a whole backstory to it, right? People ignore that shit. Trump wanted him out of the, fired from the NFL, out of the country. And it's insane. Insane. And then out of nowhere, you remember the NFL, they switched it up and they, they all of a sudden were putting end racism on the helmets and the end zone and all that. A lot of people saying they were going to watch football. It was woke. 
I love how woke has been turned into a negative thing. And a lot of people that talk shit on woke will also in a completely different sentence say, wake up, open your eyes. You just said it was bad to be woke. Anyway, <laughs> um, the whole Kaepernick thing just blew my mind. And that further cemented in my mind that, yeah, this a lot of this shit hasn't gone anywhere. The prejudice, racism, you know. And you look into it more and more, you see how Trump is, you see how his supporters are, and you realize that Barack Obama broke their fucking brains. Uh, they never thought they'd see a black dude in the White House, and it melted their fucking minds that it actually happened. And they responded in extreme and have been since. And, um, you know, you read detailed report by the FBI about white supremacy, infiltrating law enforcement, because it's so easy to, to get a badge. I've talked about this. Yeah, you got to have some college under your belt. But other than that, the academy, actually the police aspect of it, it takes longer for a hairstylist to get their license to cut hair because uh, my wife went through it. So I know. And that's bullshit. It takes less time to get a badge and a gun than it does to be able to legally use scissors on someone's hair. What kind of fucking sense does that make? What kind of sense? And that's how you get these prejudiced assholes in there. Or people that want to go on a power trip because they were bullied when they were younger, which I've never understood because I was bullied a shit ton growing up. I've never had any desire to become an authority figure and use my power to fuck with those who I deemed, I don't know, bullies themselves or people. I don't know. Fucking assholes. So. It's just, it, I had a point where I realized really the reality of the situation. And, you know, I've griped a bunch on the two-party system and I, you know, I, I forever will. But at the same time, right now, it's, it's important. Democracy hangs in the balance. We got to get out and vote and we got to vote blue. And you can't be intimidated because MAGA's got people out there sitting in ballot boxes in their tactical gear with their guns, covering their faces, mind you, and their license plate. It's funny. Won't wear a mask during a pandemic. No, no. But to intimidate voters, oh, better cover, better cover our faces. Yeah. They're the real snowflakes, you know. <laughs> And it's funny, the, the, the right show this violence all the time. We've just seen it with the Pelosi attack. Pelosi's husband gets attacked. Uh, the right want to make fun of it, jokes about Halloween costumes, uh, or they want to you know, come up with conspiracy theories that it was really a gay lover and all this stuff. Um, so even though you can look at the actual report and see that Duke confessed himself, what he was trying to do. And he was a QAnon maggot fuckhead. I mean, that's, that's all there is to it. But then they would want to say, oh, no, no, the left is the party of violence, right? 
all the cities that burn during the summer. Yeah, okay, okay. Clearly, you don't remember, first of all, how those protests went. Second of all, uh, how are we, like, the, the people, the leftists, the liberals, the ones you call snowflakes, how are we both simultaneously snowflakes and, uh, you know, the much more violent side? Explain that. Explain that. Even though that's what I just did <laughs> with calling y'all the real snowflakes. Because you are. You can't handle the truth, so you go out and get violent. And I guess you could say the same about us, but lack of evidence there, I, I would say. Because <clears throat> I'm going to tell you right now. If it comes out Biden's as big a piece of shit as Trump is, I got no problem denouncing Biden. I don't got no close ties to Biden. I'm not in a fucking cult. I don't hold Biden up on some pedestal. I'm just like, hey, go do a decent job. Do better than the last fucking guy because that fucking guy sucked. And I would love to hear any of these Trumpers sit and explain to me what, what did he do during his... I'll tell you one good thing he did. Gave the military a raise. What else did he do? And, and I know that because my good friend Caleb is in the military and he knows. And he himself said that's the only good thing Trump did during his presidency. <laughs> You got if you were one of Trump's rich friends, you probably appreciated what he did. But for the regular people, what did he do? What have Republicans done recently other than attack our rights? I mean, I it's it, it, I, it's not shocking, but you know, this is who they are. They claim to be pro-life and all about freedom, but they constantly show their true colors with the Pelosi thing. Overturning Roe versus Wade, that's not about freedoms. That's about control. They can say it's about uh, babies being murdered and shit like that. But a lot of them also, you know, go to that handy little Bible, uh, which has lots of dead babies in it. So they can get the fuck out of here with that. And it, it doesn't matter to the voters. It's party over country. It's cult over everything else. They buy all the Fox News bullshit. You can see it in the interviews. Just watch Fox News. You, no. <laughs> no. And they buy all that shit. And Trump and his lies because of fear and hatred, which I spoke about on the last pod. I mean, they, they, they want to de-evolve. They want to turn back the clock, go back in time to a time when women, minorities, had less rights. Uh, they want to ban books. They want to rewrite history. They want Nazi fucking Germany is what they're looking for. And I can tell you one thing. I'll be taking my happy ass up north if shit goes south here, if you know what I mean. If you know what I mean. But, but that's what I got for you. Just kick off this pod. We're going to take a quick break, come back and get to the wheel of madness. We got some good topics. We're going to get into this shit, have a good pod. And uh, yes. Yes. Enjoy a good weekend. And uh, before I get into this rough week of work, but hey, again, like I said, we're not too far from Thanksgiving. That's going to be a great day. Turkey day. Turkey day. I don't really care so much about the thanks part. Actually, when you think about all of the stuff surrounding Thanksgiving, you really begin to think about that, you know, history and the rewriting of history and shit like that. Uh, yeah. But when it comes down to it, I just appreciate that I have a day off from work where I can eat turkey, watch football, and get hot. 
all day and not have to worry about anything else. That's where I'm at with that. Anyway, okay, okay. quick break, then back for the wheel. My mad caps, welcome back. Welcome back. And we go into the wheel of madness. And if you knew, this is how it works. I got a wheel, eight topics every week. Four of them are the same, not the exact same content or information, but the four it's it's always sports, entertainment, crazy space shit, and mad musings which is just a random thought that i have for the week and then i always have four topics pertaining to what's going on in the world the country etc this week my four other topics are ye isn't right time traveler free the turd and uh they ain't scared so 15 minutes, get through as many topics as I can, and I will do the other topics in a mad dash round in the closing segment. So that's how we're going to do it. We're going to get ready to start this fucking timer and then spin this wheel and get to it. Timer, timer. 15 minutes on the timer. Begin. Let's spin the wheel. Wee. entertainment all right we kick it off with a little entertainment chatter all right now, now i gotta find the damn stuff for the entertainment okay holy hell oh, okay since we last spoke last pod i don't know was the rings of power and last finale was that since we last spoke that was awesome that was awesome. i got a lot of questions about that i think we did talk about that last one. but house of dragons Holy shit, what a way to end it. Now, spoiler for those of you who haven't seen it, which if anybody gives a shit, they probably have seen it. Lucerys and his poor dragon getting chomped out of the sky. I did not see that coming because it's not quite how it's described in the book. So I knew it was coming, his death and all. And I knew the circumstances. Uh, but they just kind of said that uh, Amond goes after him and everybody witnessed Lucerys and his dragon fall to the ocean. They never really, really went into detail about what <laughs> happened. So I was uh, a little bit surprised to see them just get, yeah, like I said, chomped out of the air. Mm. Hell of a way to end it. Hell of a way to end it. Also, speaking of finales, you know, uh, The Walking Dead series finale is apparently coming up soon and uh according to my wife and my brother both they are just ready for it to be the hell over and it's <laughs> i've considered you know getting back hopping back in where i left off and trying to finish finish it up and and i've heard just yeah don't worry about it <laughs> so uh, I'm a little confused that they're going to be having this Walking Dead universe with all these different spinoffs, like what they were talking about, Rick and Michonne, and then and, and one with 
Negan and Maggie, and then one with Daryl, and like, what? Does anyone even care anymore? Do that? Do enough people care that this Walking Dead universe thing is going to get any traction? It just feels like it's it's run its course, you know. They had a good thing going. They fucked it up. They tried to resuscitate it, and it just sounds like it's just weird now. So I did. I, like I said, my wife, my brother, they're just ready for it to be over. They figure they've been invested this long. They might as well finish it up. But they have no desire to hop back in the Walking Dead universe and uh, get into all these spinoffs. We'll see once they actually start coming out. We'll see if they change their mind, right? <laughs> Peyton and Eli spooktacular. I don't know if you saw this thing. But uh, Peyton and Eli cracked me up. Actually, I, I'm, I'm becoming a little more um, fond of Mr. Eli, man. He tends, he tends to get me going. I think he might be a little funnier than uh, his, his older brother, Peyton. But did, Peyton's still funny. But this thing was ridiculous. Ridiculous acting, ridiculous story. Uh, but there was, it, it was worth watching once. And there was, uh, you know, a little bit of the Eli Peyton um, you know, off the cuff stuff in there that was really good. But for the most part, what the hell? <laughs> the bus, Jerome Bettis. Not great at acting, bus, I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, I, I advise checking it out, but don't expect a lot because it is, <laughs> it's something. It's something. But you know me, I like shit like Sharknado and Thanksgiving which by the way, I'll get into probably next pod, uh, good old Thanksgiving um, with Thanksgiving coming up. But yeah, yeah, it, it's, uh, I, like, I like it when it's so bad that it's funny. Anyway, anyway, moving on, next topic, wasting too much time, wasting too, that was a terrible Sports, sports, where are we going to all the crazy sports? So you got the playoffs in baseball, Phillies, Astros, uh, it looked like the Phillies were going to have a chance, but uh, they lost a couple games in a row at home. It is now 3-2, the Astros, uh, game game six Saturday, I believe, and a chance to close it out. So, yeah, yeah, Ugh, the Astros, yuck. I wasn't interested at all because I was kind of rooting for the Padres and once they got bounced by the Phillies. And, but I, I would like to see the Astros lose, but it, it doesn't appear that's going to happen. The NFL trade deadline. Uh, happened this week a lot of crazy shit right a lot of a lot of teams adding weapons this is going to be an interesting um you know rest of the season i do believe uh you got some teams that really look like the top of the mountain but then you know it's kind of you know up in the air after that so we'll see what happens aaron Rodgers, enough of this fucker um he was out here recently blaming everyone for himself but the struggles, saying dudes should get benched for their effort. I mean, do, do you think they're not putting in max effort to try and please the great Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> I mean, are you putting that in max effort, Aaron Rodgers? Uh, because I see other QBs like spending a lot more time with their receivers. Patrick Mahomes be playing Call of Duty with his guys. You didn't show up till you had to, basically, in the offseason. So what, what did you do to help get them acclimated with you during the offseason? You know, I just uh, stayed away from the team as long as you could. 
and I'll blame others and say, hey, my my coach says that I it was my best graded game of the year. But get the fuck out of here. He also said some people in this society can't accept the truth. Fucking really? What a ginormous twat this fucking guy is talking about can't accept the truth. Coming from if we can't question science, it's just propaganda. Yeah, this fucking guy. The same guy who also says, uh, if you haven't played the game, shut up. Get out of here. Next topic. Next topic. Entertainment again. What is this shit? What is this shit? Time trailer. Finally. Timely. Time, timely. Timely. There's this dude, Al Bielik, I was reading about. Or maybe I saw something. On this, I don't know. It was at the beginning of when I started putting these notes together. I don't know where I came across the story, let's be honest. But it's very interesting. There was um, this guy, Al Bielik, he came out a while back claiming to be part of uh, the Montauk project, a secret U.S. military project, uh, also related to the Philadelphia experiment, which was when uh, supposedly, allegedly, the Navy tried to make a, a ship invisible. But it had some scary side effects, uh, which included sailors getting sick, some going crazy. They say there were also instances of sailors being fused to the ship itself. One sailor's hand was fused into the metal hole during the trials. And also time time, time, time travel. Time travel. They claim time travel. So there's a whole lot to this case that you can look into and read, but well, most evidence points to simple conspiracy theory, right? And uh, at this point, but it is interesting. And Bielik claims to have recovered memories of himself working on a mind control project. And uh, that is part of what's kept uh, apparently this Philadelphia experiment under wraps is this military mind control which he claims to have been a part of and also a victim of, apparently. He also says he's traveled to Mars many times, that he once traveled to the year 100,000 BC. Yeah. And the year 6037. Excuse me. 6037. He also says the U.S. will be drastically different by 2025 and uh, revealed like a, a map of what it would look like. And here's the part that kind of grabbed me because this claim, I mean, if you think logically, he could just say, okay, I'm banking that climate change, that basically he'd be, he'd be banking on the doomsday glacier breaking off. And it, excuse me, and it causing massive damage, right? That's kind of what he's, if he's just making this up, that's what dude is banking on, okay? So, or at least that's what I think. But this map, I mean, it seems like that's what it would kind of look like if the climate change shit, like with the Doomsday Glacier, hit the fan. Because it showed California underwater, uh, mostly Florida underwater, a large part of the, the east east coast, right along the coast, that underwater, the Gulf coast, a big chunk of that underwater, coast, 
coast, Gulf Coast, you know, other parts of the West Coast, like, and you could imagine that's what it would look like. Also interesting was the Mississippi became this huge waterway, opened up into the Great Lakes, which would now become one Great Lake. <clears throat> and at that point, the Mississippi would be 50 miles wide, like, incredible. Incredible because I feel like that's about what we could expect if the oceans decide to come claim some land back. And it would be interesting. Again, it seems like this is something that could possibly be predicted. But it is interesting. It is interesting. And, and, and you know what? Anytime I think of this, I think of, I can't help but think of Waterworld. And I know, I know. It's supposed to be one of the worst movies ever. But I can't help it. I fucking enjoy it. I'll fucking watch it. Every time. <laughs> and I, I, part of it is I like to, to f- view these scenarios like that have happening movies and things. Because I feel like I, I would love to live through the chaos of a situation. Like, I, it sounds great in my mind. In reality, it would probably suck. But, uh, well, especially because you start thinking about the weather. Because I'm like, I could handle a water world. Yeah, I could, I could handle that. Uh, but th- then you start thinking about the weather and you're just like, ah, man, the ocean weather is scary as shit. Like, and if that's just everywhere, like, I, I don't know. Never mind. Maybe not so cool. Moving on next a lot of time on that entertainment what the hell time traveler again entertainment again what the shit is going on time traveler again <laughs> it's just keys free the turd here we go <laughs> what the fuck is going on here free the turd elon musk tweeted free the bird as he became the official owner of the Twitterverse and many others tweeted, tweeted lots of racial slurs and bile, all hailing the great Elon for his fierce defense of free speech. But he himself even engaged in spreading information about the Pelosi incident before deleting the tweet himself. And then he went about seeing what people thought of paying to have the blue check mark. And Stephen King, for one, was not having that shit. And then he starts trying to haggle with Stephen King like, don't like 20? What about 80? What, what about eight? What about eight dollars? What about eight dollars? They check marks, Mr. King. What about that? He says something has to pay the bills as Twitter can't rely solely on ads, which seems to have been working more before, but it's because advertisers jump a chip. They don't want to be associated with a brand that allows vile hate speech to go unchecked. And uh, so he needs money from elsewhere to keep this thing going. But uh, I'd say ask for more money from your Saudi friends, uh, you know, that helped you fund the purchase, Mr. Elon. But it's funny, the whole blue check mark thing, because it's supposed to be about verification. And now he's like, anyone can just have it. Most people are like, yeah, that's stupid. Anyone can just have it. <clears throat> it's just, it, it's, it blows my mind. All of this, going back to the Saudi money, like the maggots make claims about Biden and Hunter and China, blah, 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 blah. Completely ignoring 
when there's actual some shit right there in front of your eyes about Trump, Elon, and uh, they seem pretty deep in the muddy waters with Russia, Saudi Arabia. Yeah. There's some shit there. But no, completely ignore that. Really, overall, this just makes me want to say fuck Twitter. And I did read a great thread. Um, I should have copied the source, but on how black people well, and minorities in general have always had to face this kind of hatred and vile. Like because one of the when Elon took over, one of the first things that happened was just the N word and anti-Semitism and just all that kind of shit just all over the place. Trolls came out, racist, prejudiced trolls came out of the woodworks to just pile on. And oh, there it goes. And so it's it, yes, this is going to make staying on Twitter hard. But they're saying what he was saying is basically white people shouldn't just run away every time it gets hard because that's one not what black people do because they can't. You know, they have to keep up the fight. And while I I, I largely agree with the sentiment. Some of us don't use Twitter in the same way. I'm not real vocal on Twitter. I use it more for a news source more than anything nowadays. And others have, you know, different ways of fighting injustice. And, you know, some people, I, I would include myself in this, um, just aren't sure they want to be a part of Elon's little toy is the big thing. Especially if he's going to be kind of you know this way i don't know how else to put it doing what he's doing now like i you know it's gonna be i mean yeah i get it you don't want to get up give up when the going gets tough but at the same time um you know who wants to play this game you know that's that's kind of the way i look at it but we'll see we'll see so there we go. We only got through four topics this time because I was awfully rambly. So I'm going to have to try and get through four other topics. Uh, usually I get through five topics and then I just have three in the mat dash, but, but it's four and four this time. So it's going to be, it's going to be tight, but uh, we'll, I'll get through it. I'll get through it somehow. So we'll, we'll take a quick break. I'm going to catch my breath, get ready for this mad dash and we'll be back with the closing segment. All right. Time flies when you're having fun is what I was gonna say, but I'm not time flies. And I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest. I was struggling to get through like halfway through that the wheel of madness. I just got this like like itch in my throat and it wouldn't go away. I tried drinking them, but if you see the video, you'll see me. I tried drinking a bunch of fluids, I cough a couple of times. I couldn't get rid of that itch, but I think it's okay. I think it's okay now. Mm. He says as he tricks, takes another drink of water. So, as I mentioned, 
It's the Mad Dash. We'll refinish up the topics on the wheel this week. Like I said, I, I normally get five done, so I only have three for the Mad Dash. This week it's four. I'll do the best I can. I'll do the best I can. I promise you that. All right. So we're going to start it and we're going to get into the Mad Dash. And we're going to go ahead and start with Kanye is right. Uh, not about Jews, anyway. And well, about a lot of stuff. And neither is Kyrie Irving, who's recently had to endure some courtside Jews at a game recently, and a suspension before giving an actual apology. Back to Kanye. He claimed Adidas couldn't drop him, but they did. Claims he's losing everything now, but hey, consequences for actions, motherfucker. The thing is, hate to see this happen to successful black people personally, because they definitely don't get the leniency that white people do. However, anti-Semitism isn't defendable in any way, in my opinion, same as racism or any of the former bigotry. The problem is, Yi and Kyrie have fallen for the same old routine that's been used before in history, in fighting against minorities. That's right. Blame them, blame them, get to them to disliking them and them to disliking them. That's what they do. Those empower influence and manipulate to put the black community against the Jewish community, the Latino community against the black community and so on and so forth. Because if the minorities are fighting amongst each other, they can't work together to rise against the majority, right? Blah. As I've said previously, they work using fear and hatred as fuel. Just another example. We keep going. They ain't scared. That's right. They ain't scared. And I'm talking about animals, of course. These fuckers are getting bolder. Uh, lots of cats and gators in places they shouldn't be. I heard just recently read this story of coyotes, a pack of coyotes that surrounded a fucking dog walker. And holy shit. I mean, I could going back to the video. I did this video blew my mind. Saw it several years ago. But of, of a monkey pulls up on a, a mini bicycle and pulls up and snatches a kid and tries to drag the kid away and he is dragging the kid away until an adult comes saves the day i didn't mean to rhyme there but it's a fucking move wheel get out my way wheel it's a fucking man monkey the animals it's getting crazy i'm gonna carry a blade with me wherever i go now in part because of these fucking animals now if a big, big fucking cat or something comes at me i'll get a blade and i'll put it in his fucking skull speaking of big fucking cat i don't know if i ever talked about this but uh one time I was doing a little ghost hunt with my buddy and we took my teenage son. And you know what happened? You know what happened? We ended up seeing a fucking bobcat. That's right. Or a mountain lion or something. All I know is we saw a big pair of eyes, right? So we start slowly backing out of the cemetery. And the whole fucking time, my buddy Tay Tay is sitting there like, Taylor, Tay Tay is sitting there like, that's a big fucking cat. That's a big fucking cat. And, and I was just laughing my ass off because they're panicked. And it, it, this thing was following us. But it wasn't coming at us. It was just curious, I think. Maybe it was hungry, but it wasn't going to eat all three of us. It was going to eat Tay-Tay, if anybody. But, <laughs> but they're animals. You never know. Does it feel like this shit is more common now? Or is, it, or is it just being more covered, this kind of stuff? Because I must admit, I was awfully stoned while thinking about this, as I am now. But I wonder if the COVID lockdowns led to animals being emboldened. And now that people are back to their usual shit, the animals are less deterred than before. Feels like these fuckers just aren't as scared as bothered by us humans. I don't know. Or we just notice more. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Moving on, moving on, moving on, moving on. Turning to space shit. Why is the sun smiling? Crazy space shit. This is the topic. Why is the sun smiling? Well, it, there was a great picture of what looks like the sun smiling, but it's really just dark areas on the sun called coronal holes, and they're a little colder and less dense spots of the sun. Uh, also, Interesting thing, asteroid 2002 MR4, they discovered this, that this is a planet killer asteroid. Definitely planet killer. Not quite as big as the baddie that bamboozled the dinosaurs. However, not due to hit the earth for thousands of years, this planet killer. Besides, we have dirt now. 
bring these fucking asteroids on, right? Uh, just kidding. Hopefully we have something even better by the time this thing comes a knocking because it might take something better. Now, I've also read this article. They're cave searching in Mars. Mars. Researchers have been Researchers have been identifying caves on Mars suitable for sheltering humans. Why back to the caves like the old days? Uh, well, because that's a perfect spot in Mars. It would cover, would provide cover for, from the Martian atmosphere and, and radiation and meteorite bombardment and, and, and temperature and all these issues. Caves in Mars would be beneficial. That's where we would have to start if we're going to colonize that fucking planet. And, uh, you know, really cool site tonight. Um, I guess you'll miss it by tomorrow, but Moon and Jupiter uh, right next to each other look really fucking cool. And by the way, early on in Election Day, Tuesday, we're going to have a blood moon. Mm. Hope that's not a sign of things to come. Mad Musing, my last topic. Let's get to it. Mad Musing this week is billionaires uh, aren't the smartest in the room. That's kind of my thought. Uh, I once heard this sentiment from Dominique Foxworth, former NFL player. And he said this after being around um, the NFL owners, because as a former player, he became part of the Players Association and he sat in meetings with owners and he was shocked to realize that these guys, these billionaire owners of NFL teams, really aren't that fucking smart. And there's our timer. Go ahead and finish this topic, this thought. It, that really, most of them just have the money. And I definitely think there are some intelligent, rich people out there, but most have generational health wealth that's been passed on to them, such as many of these NFL owners. And by the way, terrible fucking term to use, owner. Let's think of something else. But <clears throat> point being is we're seeing what Musk is doing with Twitter, and it doesn't seem as far as, you know, he's always been revered as this smart, intelligent guy, but there's a lot of shit that he does that gets you scratching your head, right? That makes you go, I don't think he's quite as smart as he seems. And that's because being rich doesn't just necessarily mean you're a fucking genius. It's a common theme in this country nowadays. Many people in power that don't necessarily have the resume to be so. Look at our politicians. Trump, Trump is obvious. Bobbert, Marjorie Taylor Greene, really? Herschel Walker, really? This walking bag of CTE, you, you want him? Running some, this blows my fucking mind. My 22-year-old son could do a better fucking job than some of these fuckheads. Just as in the NFL, you have rich white guys making decisions that don't have a firm grasp on everything they're making decisions about. <clears throat> and that's all I got for the mad dash. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I'm applauding myself. That's right. Pat myself on the back. It wasn't a bad one. I had to do four. That wasn't bad. Wasn't bad. Anyway, man. <sighs> uh, thank you. Thank you. It is aggravating, you know, th thinking about the rich people and it, it, especially when you think of, okay, they're not smarter than me. Now, maybe Elon Musk is smarter than a lot of people. But he's not as smart as he thinks he is or he's perceived to be. And it's just things are getting scary in this country. As I mentioned, it's, it's time to vote. Vote our asses off. Vote blue, baby. It's maybe more important than it's ever been. And we have to come out in full force to save democracy. Because the right, they're doing everything they can to win. It's unfortunate, but they're, they're doing a lot of lying, which seems to be working. Um, 
projecting, accusing, manipulating, cheating, gerrymandering, for example, the voting machines changing votes in Texas. Have you heard about that from Beto to Abbott? You got Fox, the real fake news. You got people like Kerry Lake talking about they won't concede. I will win. I'm going to win. Like, it's all so dangerous. And if we, even if we get out there and vote, there's the possibility that their cheating will keep them in power, despite the will of the people. You have to remember, Nazi Germany. Um, the Nazi party wasn't the majority. Majority. The Nazi party wasn't the majority when it got into power in Germany. I mean, and that's, you know, they can be the powerful minority. If they get the foothold, they will continue to pull at threads of democracy until it's completely unwoven. We've got to stop it. And I'm not one for running from a fight, but uh, once again, said it before continue to say to canada will be a going if this doesn't go the right way or should i say the left way <laughs> but i don't want to end the tea party I'm a complete doom and gloom feeling so i do want to ask if you happen to see that article or any of the pictures online or anything of the the life-size bread sculpture of han solo it's from Empire Strikes Back when he gets frozen in carbonite. It's that image, him in the frozen carbonite, but it's bread. It's all bread. It is fucking fantastic. If I think of it, because I know I forget to put pictures and shit like that attached on social or anything like that. So if I think about it, I will get it out there, try and attach it somewhere uh, to the pod. So yes, because y'all got to check that out. The bread Han Solo. Han Solo, frozen in bread tonight. <laughs> that was stupid. Okay, that, that, that signals that it's time to move. Stay vigilant, stay vigilant.